0: Lecture topic: Virtues of establishing salah and a place for salah. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala abadhihi ladin asfah. Amma ba'du fa'udu filillah min al-shaytan rajim Bismillahi al-Rahman rahim إِنَّمَا يَعْمُرُ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَأَقَامَ الصَّلَاةَ وَآتَى الزَّكَاةَ وَأَقَامَ الصَّلَاةَ الزَّكَاةَ وَلَمْ يَخْشَ إِلَّا اللَّهَ فَعَسَى أُولَئِكَ أَن يَكُونُوا مِنَ
1: الْمُهْتَدِينَ وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ مَنْ غَدَى إِلَى الْمَسْجِدِ او راح أَعَدَّ اللَّهُ لَهُ نُزْلًا فِي الْجَنَّةِ كُلَّمَا أو راح أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ Most suspected on a i Brothers and Elders Allah tell us innumerable bounties, countless bounties and blessings that shower down upon us all the time, which we can never ever fulfill the Haqq and the right of Shukr even to one fraction of an extent. Let alone for all the ni'mats and bounties of Allah Ta'ala, even any one single bounty of Allah Ta'ala, we cannot fulfill the right of the Shukr that is required for it. And among the very, very great bounties of Allah is the bounty of the masajid, the masjids, the houses of Allah. This is no ordinary thing, this is not just something that is by the way, it's just there. It's a very great ni'mat and bounty of Allah. So today, being an occasion where this Musalla has been commenced as a lesson for all of us just to revise some of the aspects that relate to the importance of the Masjid and how are we supposed to conduct ourselves in a Masjid what is supposed to be the importance in our hearts with regards to the house of Allah Ta'ala while this may not be a masjid proper, it's a musallah, but the same etiquette nevertheless will apply to any place where the daily, five daily salah take place and it's a place of the remembrance of Allah wa ta'ala and in any case, wherever we may be, every Muslim, his heart is meant to be attached to the masjid. This is his home, not his home in the sense where he makes it like the house that he lives in, but his home in the sense as where his heart is. As they say, the home is where the heart is. And Nabi Kareem ﷺ has highlighted to us in a Hadith Sharif about the six, seven categories of people who will be blessed with the shade of the arsh of Allah on the day of Qiyamah seven categories of people who will be saved from the torments of that day very, very severe day, the day of Kiyama people will be drowning in their perspiration due to the sins that they committed in dunya and a very difficult day people will be so overcome by the difficulty of that day they will now, before the accountability starts, before the khishab and kitab starts, before the taking of the account of people starts, they will be waiting when this is going to start. Eventually they will say, please let us go and ask somebody to intercede that this accountability must commence and even if we are meant to then, billah go to Jahannam, we rather just get there because this is too much. Little will they know that getting to Jahannam is far worse. But for that moment, they'll be so overwhelmed with this situation. that they will say, even if we have to go anywhere, but we must come out of this situation. Whereas it is a case, Allah forbid, a person going into Jahannam will be like jumping from the frying pan in the fire. But that is how severe the day would be. But yet on that difficult day, there will be some people who will be in total peace. What is the VIP lounges of this dunya? What is the luxury and comfort of this dunya? Person has some little bit comfort and luxury. He feels that I am in a far better position than anybody. And I have it all. But all the comforts and five star and seven star. And if there was something like 77 star. Even that too is not even compared to a speck of dust. To the bounty of being under the shade of the Arsh of Allah on the day of Kiyamah. It is not even a speck of dust. So, among those seven categories that I mentioned in this hadith, Sharif, when Nabi describes the details of who these people would be, these seven categories of people who will be blessed with the shade of the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala on the day when there will be no other shade but the shade of the Arsh of Allah, Ta'ala. one of those seven categories. وَرَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّقٌ بِالْمَسْجِدِ Simply to understand it, a person whose heart is in the masjid. A person whose heart is attached to the masjid. So we say the heart is where, home is where the heart is. In the light of this Hadith Sharif, the heart of a person is meant to be in the masjid. رَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّقٌ بِالْمَسْجِدِ That person whose heart, is Attached to the masjid. Now, every person who comes to the masjid, he is going to leave for his needs. Nobody is going to be in the masjid 24/7. All the time, he's going to be only confined to the masjid. Person has to take care of his earning his livelihood. He has to see to the needs of his family. He will go home. So, he'll come for his fajr salah. And after some time, he'll make some ibadat and he will move. He'll leave eventually. He will go to now get to his work, whatever his needs are. He'll come for Zohar, but then he has to get back to work. He'll come for Asar, Maghrib, Isha eventually. But he has to go back home. He has to see to the needs of his family, etc. But regardless of where he goes, his heart is in the masjid. Now what does this, how does this unfold? If a person's heart is in the masjid, how will this play out? Now for example, we for finished our Isha Salah, Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala karam, ihsan, Allah Ta'ala accept the Salah that was performed and Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq of performing every Salah with jamaah in the Masjid. So now the person whose heart is attached to the Masjid, eventually, soon after half an hour, one hour, finally we all will leave, we'll go back home. But the person whose heart is attached to the Masjid, when he finally gets back home, He's going to now prepare to sleep, but when he gets to bed, before he gets to bed, when he's preparing to sleep, what is he worried about? What he's going to be concerned about? He's going to be setting not one alarm, if that one alarm is not sufficient for him, he'll be setting two alarms. He'll be setting one alarm, maybe keeping it away from himself, far away from the bed, so that he's forced to go and wake up and switch it off. Why? So that there's no chance of him oversleeping. And he will get to the masjid in time for salah. Why? Because his heart is in the masjid. He understands the importance of the masjid. The importance of salah with jama'ah in the masjid. So now he's at home. He's preparing to sleep. But he's not going to sleep ghafil. Heedless. Unmindful. Unconcerned. He's concerned. He's putting all the necessary arrangements in place. For what? So that he doesn't miss his salah with jama'ah in the masjid. رَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ bil masjid. Now he came for his Fajr Salah. He completed his Fajr Salah. He's now gone after a while. Maybe Allah gave him week, He sat in the Masjid. Made some Ibadat, Tilawat, Zikr, Dua. Made his Ishaq Salah. Now he went home. He went to work. But now he's planning his day. One is now a person is stationed in one place. He's working in some place. He has a store somewhere that he's going to be. That's where he'll be. But now his eye is on the watch his eyes on the watch as the time is clicking ticking. now just now it's Zohar time, it's already now twelve o'clock just now in another, half an hour's time one hour's time, depending where he is what's the time of Sarai that Masjid his heart is in the Masjid as a result his eyes on the watch I must not get delayed and supposing his work takes him around so now he's planning his day, Zohar time where will I be No, no, I rather plan my day in this way, that I rather do this task first because that is closer to a masjid. And at that time it's going to be Zohar time. So I will get to the masjid in time for zor. I must not miss my Salah or Jamaah in the masjid. His heart is in the masjid. And eventually when the time comes to leave, he'll leave. But then again his eye is on the watch. And his mind and his heart is all the time conscious now is going to be Asar time. is going to be Maghrib time. Likewise, Isha time. Now when such a person comes to the masjid, whose heart is attached to the masjid, so now have we seen, for example, somebody is going somewhere where his heart is attached to the place, wherever it might be. Now, for example, a person is really attached to the beach some people are attached to the beach for whatever for fishing maybe somebody attached to the beach for going to swim obviously to go to a place where there's fitna around at a time when there's all kinds of fitna and shamelessness nudity that place a Mu'min doesn't put himself in the middle of that at all his iman is too precious he cannot risk putting his iman in the midst of all the fitna but now this is an example we are taking now, there is a totally quiet place, no fitna there. Somebody is very, some people now that say they are going to catch the fish, meanwhile the fish is biting them, they have to come for him. So now the person came to the shore, came to where the, the road now, the roadside, the beach is in front of him. You see now that he's reached the beach now, so he's sitting outside on the roadside for half an hour, for whatever time. Why? Because he's here now. No, no, he can't, as soon as he reaches there, he can't wait to get right in. If he's come to fish now, the first moment he was to now get busy with what he came to do. If he's come to there, he's already diving in. Why? Because his heart is in it. So he's not standing on the road. But how often we see it, that the person has come to the masjid. Maybe he came, he came early, Sometimes it happens he came early by mistake, maybe. How he came early by mistake? The salah time changed, he didn't know. So now he came away 15 minutes early. Oh, oh now already scratching his head. How come I came here early now? Yeah, what I was doing at home, I could have had some more time to do that. Now, in any case, he's there now, 15 minutes early. He realized now because he came, you see, the parking lot is empty. What happened? So now he realizes time changed. So, okay, let's kill some time outside. We don't have to try to kill time, because time doesn't wait for anybody to kill it. It's gone before you even know it's gone. Every second, before you can realize, it's already gone. There's no time to kill it. We say, no, let's kill some time, pass some time." You don't have to try to pass time. Time is passing us, and it's passing us. It's passing us one way. One day they'll say, "We passed away," because our time passed. The time we were trying to pass, our time passed. And they say we passed away. The world will go around. So and so he's gone now. He passed away. And that's too late now. Our time is gone. Imam Shafiq, rahimahullah, there's one couplet of his, one poem, in that he says, time is safe. Un-qati'un. This is a very sharp sword. Either you use it to do something constructive with it, otherwise it will cut you up. Meaning even today the time is chipping at you, every second is chipping at you. Either you use it in a way that's going to help you, that sword can be used for many good purposes and something very productive. Otherwise the sword will cut you up. So either you use it in a way that's going to be beneficial, otherwise the time is going to just go past and it will be lost. And that moment that got lost is lost forever. There is no way that that can be recovered, never. That moment is gone, is gone forever, and there is no other time. Sometimes we say, well, okay, we'll do it in another time. No, no, they, one, in one sense we understand, okay, another time meaning later. But this opportunity, there is no replacement for it. There is no replacement for the time that has passed. It's like a person now, he lost a million rands. So he says, okay, I'll use another million. But this is lost. It's already gone down the drain. There's no replacement for this. That's a different amount of money. This is already gone. So now the person came early by mistake. Or he came deliberately early, whatever. Now how often it happens. We're outside the masjid. Say, let's pass some time. Why? Now let us search our hearts. If the heart was in the masjid, where would have dived in? Would have not been standing wasting time outside. Would have been straight in the masjid in the house of Allah. Ta'ala. And how often it happens that a person is rushing his salah, of his sunnah after the farud, sometimes he's even missing it. Completely missing his sunnat at In the hadith Sharif, Nabiya Kareem says, the person who performs and he is punctual upon 12 rakats in the day. These 12 rakats are what are termed the e Mu'akkadah. The two rakats, Sunnati Fajr. The four rakats before Duhar and the two after Duhar. So that's six already. And then the two rakats after Maghrib, that's eight. And the two rakats after Isha, that's ten. These ten rakats. So the person who is punctual upon these ten rakats. Allah wa ta'ala will build for him a palace in Jannah now these are the sunnate mu'akkada these cannot be compromised and then the other sunnats which are termed as ghair mu'akkada what does this mean our understanding is of it that you don't have to read it you don't have to make it so that's why if you come early also we rather be standing around and talking something rather than making the sunnat. sunnat e rare mukkadah which Nabi-yakarim occasionally left out so that there's a clear difference between what is mu'akkad and what is not mu'akkad. What is the emphasized sunnat and what is not. So he occasionally left it. We may occasionally perform it. Words apart. And we feel well that's how it's supposed to be. Whereas occasionally he left it out. If a person is before time, before asr, for example, so he'll sit down. Why? Because well, surat rahim o keda. Whereas in the hadith sharif it is mentioned, rahim Allahumra'an, salaqabla al asri arba'an. Allah have mercy on that person who before the asr sala performed four rakat. Allah have du'a of Nabiya kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Allah have mercy on him. We won that rahmat, and through the du'a of Nabiya kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Let the time pass now. Before Isha let the time passed. What Nabi HaKarim was occasionally left out. We, if we think about it, this whole year, this whole year has passed. How many times we made the Sunnah before Asar? How many times we made the sunnahs before Isha? The whole year has passed so far. How many months now? Seven months gone. Eight months now. But we probably occasionally made it. Maybe not even occasionally. So now this is what is referred to, the heart thing in the masjid. So now the person is rushing his sunnas after salah, sometimes missing it out also, but then he'll be standing for half an hour, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour outside the masjid. So he's not gone to any work, he's not gone to his home, he's not gone for anything important, he's still standing busy talking outside, but he was rushing the salah inside. So the heart of a mu'min, Kill Masjid, he tries to maximize the time inside. i got another five minutes, I don't have to rush today. Let me make two more attacks. i got another five minutes, let me make something out of the Qur'an Sharif. Let me sit in the house of Allah. Inna ma ya'muru masajid man billah. The ayat of the Qur'an Sharif Allah says that those people truly build the house of Allah. This is a very, very, uh, this is a word which cannot be translated in one word ya'muru masajidullah ta'miru Masjid. this word cannot be translated in one word or in two words too this is the richness of the language of arabic so now some translated as populate the masjid or inhabit the masjid or build the masjid but none of these things can give an adequate understanding of what the word ya'mur means it means many, many things all put together. It includes the person who builds a masjid, builds the house of Allah Ta'ala, or he contributes towards it, any portion of it, whatever little he does. It includes those who make an effort to maintain the masjid. And we should be building our taluk and our, our link with the house of Allah Ta'ala with being part of building a masjid, the Masjid is already there, wherever we can. With maintaining the Masjid. Maintaining the Masjid. Now one Hadith Sharif, Nabiya Kareem's one says, that I was shown all the rewards of good deeds. Hattal Qazat. The reward of that small tiny speck of some dirt. Which now some dust flew into the Masjid some small small little little speck of dirt somebody saw it and he picked it up and he went and discarded it somewhere outside with the dustbin or We saw some. I saw the reward of this too meaning a very big reward of this also I was shown that this too is the reward of the person who, who has taken the care to clean the masjid in this manner in one hadith that Aisha says that umirna bibinail masajidi biddoor that we have been commanded, who command? is going to command? besides Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam The Sahaba when they say we are commanded they refer to Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam We are commanded to make Masjid here refers to a place of Salah places of Salah in our homes it is Mustahar that a person should have a designated place in his home a, a fixed place in his home for Salah this corner this is the Salah corner the Musallah open all the time this is the Masjid of the house so to say it's not a Masjid in the in the technical sense of the word but it is a masjid as a place of salah so Nabi al commanded that there should be some space in the home that is designated that is fixed, this is the salah place and then he commanded to Payab. it should be kept clean, it should be kept fragrant now this is that space of salah in one corner of the home somewhere in our one small little home also, there a musalla space there that has now been designated. But that too has been given some special regard. There's one small space in the house. That too has been given some special care. Some, it has been highlighted that look after it, keep it clean, even put some fragrance there, some itar, whatever, to keep it in a very fragrant condition so that the heart is attached to performing salah in that place. This is a place where Salah is performed. What now will be the importance of keeping the Masajid clean? Where five times a day Salah is taking place and the Muslims come and gather to perform their Salah. How much more important it is to keep such a place play, very flagrant, very clean. Uh, whoever it is, you not, this is my job, I have been comp- uh, employed to do this, I have not been employed to do it, it's not my job. This is the house of Allah Ta'ala. Whoever, whichever was it, the house of Allah Ta'ala if I have the opportunity to become part of maintaining the house of this part of the maintenance also and this builds an attachment with the masjid it is after Isha for example and now everybody is leaving the masjid they're going home it's obvious now for the security reasons the masjid is going to be closed now sometimes there are some masajids huge masjids huge amount of windows for the comfort of the musallis all the windows are open mashallah you'll find some musallis they are taking the care to go and close windows close That's an attachment to the masjid it is an attachment with the masjid that the person is taking care of the masjid now it's time to keep it secure he's going to close up things so that is just an example one simple example of this so many things we can do to be part of the masjid it's not just well I walked in and I walked out and then that too somehow we try to apply labor law the labor law that works out in the in the working place. We say that labor law, last in, first out. That's how they say it works. We say no, I work by this principle, last in and then before anybody realizes I am first out also. No, no, no. The way that we have been taught, try to be first in and try to be last out. Obviously that's, depending on a person's circumstances his situation, but that is the spirit to come in early, try to maximize the time in So. Allah Taala in the Quran Sharif says ma ya'muru Ya'mur ta'mir building the house of Allah Taala maintaining the house of Allah Taala but now what has this house of Allah Taala been built for why is it being maintained it is being maintained for the ibadat of Allah Taala so that is the most important part of this ta'mir inma ya'muru masajid Allah this is the most important part of the Samir. Like there's a very really great reward for building a masjid, for maintaining the masjid, the reward for making that masjid, as we call it Abad, keeping it alive with A'mal, the five daily salah, and then not just confining it to the five daily salah, but then there's time in the masjid, spending time making tilawat in the masjid, the masjid is alive with the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala, the masjid is alive with tilawat, this time before salah, person walks into the masjid, he takes the Qur'an Sharif, he has 10 minutes he's making some tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif after salah he's sitting engaging in some tasbihat in some zikr, in some nawafil, mustahabbat these are all things we should be eager to try and maximize this hadith sharif which we mentioned when Nabi Wasallam says Allah Ta'ala will grant him a palace in Jannah, the person who is punctual on the sunnah of so umm ta'ala anha the noble wife of Nabiya Karim she says from the time I heard this from Nabiya Karim to this day I never ever omitted this once not a single day went past that I didn't fulfill all these sunnates then the person who narrates from her he then is narrating the hadith to his students Amba bin Nabi Sufyan he says, from the day, Ma Taraktuhunna Minzu سَمِعْتُهُنَّ From the day I heard this from Ummah Habiba, to this day, not a single day has passed, that on one occasion also I missed out this Sunnah And then when his student relates the Hadith, later on to his own students, he then adds the same footnote, so to say, that from the day I heard it from my Ustaz, to this day, not a single day has passed, that I ever missed it out once. This was the zeal of the Sahaba Ikram. They would hear something once, say Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wa sallam taught him, tasbih hafati as it is known. That before going to bed, recite subhanallah 33 times, alhamdulillah 33 times, and Allahu Akbar 34 times. Now this was taught to him by Nabi Kareem. sallallahu <laughs> <laughs> alaihi wa Almost 50 years later, because this is long after Siffeel that he's talking about it almost fifty years later in the time of his Khilafah and at that time he is saying from that day from that day that Nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, taught me this till this day not a single night I missed it out not a single night I went to bed without reciting this Kasbihad and this was that how they were, how eager they were to attach themselves to every teaching of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi Wasallam. So likewise, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu <laughs> sallam gave this, highlighted this, the masjid must be kept alive, alive fi buyutin azinallahu an turfa' wa yudhkar fi hasmuh. The name of Allah is taken in the house of Allah Ta'ala, fi of the Qur'an shaleem, somebody is sitting with a tasbih, he's is reciting some tasbihat, istighfar, salawat on al- nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa nawa amal, he's engaging in nawafil Salah. But the masjid is vibrant, it's alive. Every masjid is to be like that. And all the amal of the masjid, there's talim taking place in the masjid, there's tilawah taking place, there's learning and teaching of deen taking place. So Allah says, يَعْمُرُوا مَسَعِدَ اللَّهُ إِنَّمَا يَعْمُرُوا All these things, who does it? Man آمَنَ Billah. This is a sign of the iman of a person. Those who will do it, such people will only do this, who have iman in their hearts. True Iman, firm Iman. One hadith, Nabi Salaasam says, you see a person regular in the masjid, fashhadu lahu bil Iman. You may testify regarding his Iman. Bear witness about it. Nobody knows what's in anybody's heart. And Iman is in the heart. Iman is inside somebody's heart. Nobody can see anybody's Iman. But Nabi Kareem says, if a person is regular in the masjid for salah, he is regular for Masjid, in, in the Masjid for salah, that is a good enough basis for you to then testify that this person is a Mu'min. In other words, this regularity in the Masjid, regularity for the five daily salah, this stems out of Iman. And they have Iman, full yakin, conviction about the last day. It's not that this time just passed, I'm standing out of the masjid and passing time before salah, after salah, just passing time, talking all kinds of stories, but that time was so valuable in the masjid. This is not a masjid proper, but many masajid, they have a certain section which is the masjid proper, and there's a line somewhere, or there's a demarcation, and there is what is termed as the sahan, the part that is outside the masjid proper. Now the masjid proper is that section which has been declared masjid. And that which has been for the sake of other needs, sometimes there is a class taking place there, there is some, maybe for the janazah salah to take place outside the masjid boundary, whatever. So that section is left in that manner, for whatever other reasons. Now A person comes into the masjid, there is ample place in the masjid proper. But the person is sitting far in the back somewhere. And now he's depriving himself of what? Of the special rewards of the masjid proper. Now he's sitting somewhere far in the back, outside the proper, the boundary of the masjid. So he is depriving himself of those special mercies that descend in the masjid. And i'tikaf, the real i'tikaf is in the masjid proper. Any time a person enters the masjid, he should be entering with the adab of the masjid, in the sunnah manner, entering with the right foot Bismillahi wa wa salam ala rasulillah Allahumma f-tah rahmatik Every sunnah connects one with Nabiya Kareem Every sunnah connects the person who fulfilled that sunnah with Nabiya Kareem There was one very great personality, pious person Hadith Hadith Farooq sahab His son is currently in the country he once was in Durban, many years ago, maybe way about 20 years ago, sorry this is. So he was based in Durban, he was very ill. And the morning, he was quite down, so somebody was just asking him if he's okay, how the night passed. So he then, he had to be running to the toilet repeatedly throughout the night. And obviously every half an hour or so, somebody going to be running to the toilet. What sleep is going to get, sleep is disrupted all the time. So there's no real sleep, the whole night passed like that. So now when a person has passed his night in that manner, what becomes a condition, mentally also the person is drained, is tired, fatigued and sometimes a person forgets the whole night passed like that, he just, his sleep got disrupted little while also, he says please stay out of my way today, my mood is very bad today, I didn't get a good sleep. So now he didn't get a good sleep, everybody must just go helter skelter now. Because he didn't get a good sleep, everybody is now, anybody is, just now, as I say, it's not his fault now if he just vents it on somebody. It's not his fault if he commits zulm on somebody on the day of Tiamat, it's all his fault. Allah Ta'ala's court, that will be no excuse. That I didn't sleep well in the night, so therefore I vented this on the day, on somebody at work or whatever. I didn't have a good time at work, I had a hard day at work, so I came and vented it on the wife at home. In the court of Allah Ta'ala, that will be zulm and that there will be no excuse for that that there was a hard day at work so I vented it on somebody else if somebody comes and gives us a slap I say, but what's your problem? he says, no, somebody then stole my 1 million I didn't know where to take it out so now you came in front, so I gave it to you so who's going to accept that? so now but the device must accept it that he had a hard day at work, so I must accept it but if somebody gave us a slap because he lost something Allah forbid, what will happen to him? He'll be lost from this dunya. But that's our logic when it comes to ourselves. That's the logic we apply. But this is a lopsided logic. It only applies for others, not for us. So in any case, what we are talking about is, I digress from somewhere. ji, <inaudible> Haji Farooq sahab, rahmatullah, <inaudible> we are talking about. So, now, he was quite down and drained. So somebody asked him, so he was now explaining, well the whole night I had to keep running to the toilet. But then he mentioned something. He said, but Alhamdulillah, every time that I went to the toilet, Allah tell us tawfiq, that I was given the tawfiq of fulfilling the sunnahs before entering the toilet, entering with the left foot, reciting the dua before entering the toilet, and the adab and fulfilling the adab, entering the toilet with the head covered, not entering bare feet with shoes. So I fulfilled all this. Likewise, whatever sunnas are related to believing oneself. Then when I came out I recited the du'a, left the toilet with the right foot. So Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, though I had to keep running up and down, but how many times I got the tawfiq of fulfilling this sunnah? That the whole night went in fulfilling this Alhamdulillah. Now he was on the one side obviously this was a difficulty, he was feeling the the exhaustion of this situation but the ecstasy and happiness of having fulfilled the Sunnah was now overshadowing it. That happiness and that excitement of fulfilling the Sunnah. Why? Because they felt that connection every time they fulfilled one Sunnah they felt this is connecting me to Alaihi Wasallam. If a person just some call, he sees that something flashing on the screen, the name of some person who he feels very happy to talk to. And that person is sitting somewhere in the end of some other, world, other part of the world. But now this call is connecting him. So now already he is so thrilled and excited. It might be not a call or a message also. But that message is keeping him in contact. It's connecting him. So now he is feeling so thrilled to read that message. But Now this is all dunya. And so often these... Relationships of dunya are so often just based on self interest. As soon as something just do not go our way, we don't seem to be happy about or even forget about him. Whereas if it was for Allah, Allah alone, we'll still try to sort it out. No, no, these relationships have to be maintained. But it's all for self interest generally. If somebody is good to me, I'll be good to him. And he doesn't be good to me, let him go. you sort him out. But that's not the zeal that a movement should have in his heart. So in any case, this was the zeal. So now we're coming back to everywhere. That now the person is fulfilling the sunnahs so in the masjid, اعتikaf. so now he enters the masjid in the sunnah manner. And then every time entering the masjid, it is sunnah to make the niyat of i'tikaf. For whatever duration, the way to the I'tikaf Azza wa Masjid, in His own words, I'm making here of I'tikaf for the sake of Allah Taala, for the duration that I will be in the Masjid. For that entire duration, he's sometimes there now for Juma, he's there one hour, he's in the Masjid. Sometimes some extended time, sometimes lesser time, but for that entire time, he is being rewarded with the reward of I'tikaf, very great reward. But now he's sitting outside the boundary of the Masjid and deprived himself. So now this is the the heart should be attached to the masjid. Yamuru Wa Akhir, Wa Illallah. They establish that salah, they discharge their zakah and they don't fear anyone but Allah. These are the rightly guided people. So this is what we should be aspiring for our hearts should be attached to the Masjid to the house of Allah wa ta'ala the five daily salah keeping the Masjid alive with A'mal keeping the Masjid alive we try to maximize our time in the Masjid as much as we can out of now our needs are going to leave but our heart in the Masjid our heart while in the Masjid also the heart in the Masjid and outside the heart in the Masjid also unfortunately outside to our heart is somewhere else And when we come in the masjid, we bring everything from outside along. Previously, it's only come in the heart and mind. But now it also comes along in the hand too. The person is sitting in the masjid and he's still answering messages, he says. Important messages. We've come to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. What can be more important than that? Before entering the masjid, that phone should be completely switched off. And any musical ringtone etc. is completely forbidden at any time whether in the masjid, whether out of the masjid, anywhere. That should never ever be the case that on the phone there is a musical ringtone. Nabi Akareem in the Hadith Sharif, he says I was sent, among the many many things Nabi Sallallahu said in this manner, I was sent to destroy musical instruments. Now, this is against all the adab of the masjid, that the masjid, the sanctity of the masjid is disturbed would with, with noise and especially any kind of noises which are not even permissible musical noises etc so all these things a person sometimes out of some situation maybe had to go to courts for whatever the reason is the cause of this dunya but the person who had to end up in court for whatever need for whatever work to go and answer something he sees a very different situation there everybody is hushed. nobody is talking aloud Somebody wants to say something, they are whispering it very quietly. There is a very, very, uh, like a great amount of awe. Everybody is now taking things very carefully here. Can't just uh, do anything and run around. You see somebody wants to talk to the body, shout to him, sit in any way. You see a very different scene in there. What is the value of that court compared to the houses of Allah Ta'ala, the court of Allah Ta'ala? That greatness must be in the heart. And we are called to the masjid with the azan five times a day. We are called in the name of the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Six times in the azan, and then again six times in the takbir. We are reminded, come to the house of Allah. Allahu Akbar. Allah is the greatest. Now that greatness of the house of Allah also must be in the heart. That respect, that honor, the sanctity, respecting it more than we respect any place. No place has any importance compared to the house of Allah Ta'ala. So, this is what will attach a person to the house of Allah Ta'ala. When he gets attached to the house of Allah Ta'ala, inshallah his heart will get attached to Allah Ta'ala. And then his heart will be open to receive these blessings of Allah Ta'ala. So this is what we should be, and and just to finish off on one hadith shari'f, how much this has been highlighted in the hadith shari'f, Nabiya Kareem's lesson says, man ghada ila al masjid al Person who walks in the morning and comes to the masjid, or in the evening comes to the masjid. Now this is morning and evening. These are the times when people find it normally difficult. Early in the morning, isha time. So a person who's coming to the masjid fajr isha. He is to a greater extent going to be present for Zohar Asar Maghrib. It doesn't mean that he is only going to perform his Fajar and Isha. But the person comes in this manner for his Fajar, for his Isha. Every time he comes to the Masjid. Every time he comes to the Masjid. Banallahu Lahu Baitan fil Jannah Allah will build for him a palace in Jannah each time that he gets to the Masjid. The palace of Jannah we also look up between it and all. But it's coming for what? It's coming on the basis of a person coming to the masjid. So what's the value of the masjid? How great is the masjid that for coming to the masjid Allah is blessing with this palace in Jannah. So that greatness must be in the heart. And therefore the masjid, the heart must be in the masjid. And all our salah, five times a day, no salah must get missed without, with, out of the masjid, out of some sheer... Need something that Shariat has permitted the person now, has excused him, that he excused. But apart from that, apart from that, in the masjid, all five daily salah in the house of Allah Ta'ala. Try to make an effort to be there before time, in good time, and maximizing the time. And even if we came away early by mistake, as mentioned earlier, then we take advantage of that to come straight inside, dive in. Like the person goes somewhere where he is very, interested in doing, he's not wasting time outside he's rushing in so now we come to the masjid. we come in early and then try to maximize the time inside try to maximize the time few extra-rakaats of nafil some tilawat, some tasbih if you have to leave, we leave but we perform our sunnah, etc calmly we don't rush it and if you have time to talk outside you might as well spend the time inside this will become a means of great benefit for us here in dunya also and in akhirat as well Allah wa ta'ala give us the tawfeeq Allah ta'ala accept all who have been part of in any way been involved in the establishing of this place of salah this house of Allah wa ta'ala and where the salah will take place and the talim of deen will take place, whatever other a'mal will take place Allah ta'ala accept all the efforts, Allah ta'ala accept all the contributions, the du'as, Allah ta'ala make it a means of sadaqah e and for all and Allah ta'ala keep this place flourishing for deen till the last moment in time and the greatest part of this tamir is to keep it alive keep it alive, this is now that has started sometimes we feel that the masjid is now done no no it's only done in terms of its external side of it but the soul of the masjid is the people inside the soul of the masjid are those who are inside the masjid that has to be alive and that has now only started so now we need to keep the masjid alive, keep it alive with amal the sees every masjid, wherever we are, those who are based here, we'll keep this place alive. Those of us who are living elsewhere, we keep our masjid alive. Wherever we are, we try to increase our time in the masjid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq, baashir ta'wana and alhamdulillah. We'll make zikr for a few minutes and then go on. InshaAllah will recite La ilaha illallah a hundred times or a few times in the Hadith Sharif it is reported La ilaha illallah leh salaha hijabun dunallah. that La ilaha illallah there is no barrier from La ilaha illallah reaching Allah Ta'ala. So this is the consciousness with which we should be reciting this, the very special kalima and this is what every Nabi of Allah Ta'ala was given La ilaha illallah. This is our testi- testimony of Iman. This is what establishes our Iman and strengthens it further in our hearts. So with this in mind, we should be reciting this kalima. And when saying La Ilaha, bring to mind that everything that is a, an obstacle, a distraction, everything that is some kind of barrier in fulfilling the commands of Allah Ta'ala, in getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, all the dirt and filth in our hearts, all the evils all the illicit things all the haram all the haram things that we have seen whatever everything we've taken out of our hearts and thrown it out la ilaha and illallah we've brought in the love of allah ta'ala in our hearts there is nur and light coming into our hearts which is the muhabbat of allah ta'ala with this in mind inshallah we will make the zikr for a few minutes and then we'll move on inshallah beside Duru Allah.
0: لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه
1: وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم لائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى
0: الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهم اله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا لا اله الا لا اله الا الله, لا إله إلا الله, لا إله إلا الله لا اله الا الله لا اله الله لا اله الله 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 La إله illallah la la Nai na illallah 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 nai illallah لا illallah إلا illallah 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 لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم الله الله جل جلاله عمن نواله Allah, Allah, and Allah, and Allah, and Allah, and Allah, 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 Allah 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 La ilaha illallah Muhammadur rasulullah صلى الله تبارك وتعالى
1: عليه وسلم اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا أحدا صمدا لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد جز الله عنا نبينا محمدًا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا ربي صلي وسلم نائما ابدا على حبيبك سيد الخلق كلهم ربنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا Wa'lamna اَغْنِ وَإِلَّا تَخْفِلْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا نَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ لاَ إِلَهَ إِلاَّ اللَّهُ الْحَدِيمُ الْكَرِيمُ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَرْشِ الْعَظِيمِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ نَسْأَلُكَ مُوجِبَاتِ رَحْمَتِكَ وَعَزَائِمَ مَغْفِرَتِكَ وَالْغَنِيمَةَ مِنْ كُلِّ بِرٍّ وَالسَّلَامَةَ من كل اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرتها اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرتها اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا همما الا فرجته ولا حاجه جل قريبا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى وجعل آخرتنا خير من الأولى اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان اللهم خير لأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم Allahum Raham Ummata sayyidina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahumma hdi ummata sayyidina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahumma farrij an ummati sayyidina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ilahul alamin ya Allah ummus basifun most gracious most kind most loving Allah Ilahul alamin ya Allah forgive us ya Allah forgive us ya Allah Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Allah, we acknowledge all the wrongs we have done, Ya Allah. And out of your grace and mercy, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Make us your loyal servants, Ya Allah. Make us the loyal ummatis of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, full of our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Full of our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Full our hearts with the love of his Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. Full our hearts with the masjid, Ya Allah. Full our hearts with the love of the masjid, Ya Allah. With the love of the amal, Ya Allah. With the love of all the amal of deen, Ya Allah. With the love of the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. Accept us in our progeny. through Qiyamat for the khidbat of deen, Ya Allah. With ikhlas and afiyat and kabuliat, Ya Allah. Bilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us a tawfiq of being all that which pleases you, Ya Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. Bilahul alameen, Ya Allah us from all the sins and vices, Ya yeah Allah. cleanse our hearts out from all the sin, yeah. Ya Allah. protect our eyes from every sin, yeah. Ya Allah. we're making Toba from all the sins, Ya Allah. Protect our eyes and ears, Ya yeah, Allah. Our tongue, Ya yeah, Allah. Protect our hands and feet, Ya yeah, Allah. Protect our entire self, yeah, Allah. Loving, us, yeah, la. Ya Allah. Ya you protect us and save us, Ya Allah. we are making sincere Toba, we're making Toba from all the sins we have committed, Ya Allah. you forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah, you protect us and save us, Ya Allah. Yalla, we are ashamed of all these sins we have committed, Ya Allah. Yalla despite all your countless bounties and na'mas Ya Allah. Allah, the food you gave us to eat, Ya Allah. Allah, you granted us water to drink, Ya Allah. Allah, you gave us shelter above our heads, Ya Allah. Allah, you granted us all our limbs and organs, Ya Allah. the eyes are your gift, Ya Allah. The ears are your gift, Ya Allah, the tongue is your gift, Ya Allah, the hands and feet are your gift, Ya Allah, this heart is your blessing, Ya Allah. We must use and abuse all your blessings, Ya Allah, we filled it with all the filth and dirt, Ya Allah, Allah forgive us, Ya Allah, we are ashamed of this, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alaihi we are making a firm resolution today, ya Allah. Ya Allah that you will stay far away from all the sins, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alaihi save us from all the filth of the phones, Ya Allah. From all the vices around us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your remembrance, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your remembrance, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your remembrance, Ya Allah. Keep our tongues moist in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Let our hands be holding the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Our fingers turning the pages of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Save it from pressing buttons of haram, Ya Allah. Allah. Ya Allah, you save us from all the things you are displeased with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. You grant us istiqamat on iman, Ya Allah. Istiqamat al deen, Ya Allah. Save us from all the propaganda, Ya Allah save us from all the isms, ya Allah. Allah, you save us from all the attacks that are coming on iman, ya Allah. protect each one's iman, ya Allah. Every Muslim's iman, ya Allah. Every Muslim's a'mal, ya Allah. Allah, protect every Muslim's life, wealth, and honor, ya Allah. Allah, you grant afiat to one and all, ya Allah. Grant afiat in deen, ya Allah. Grant afiat in dunya, ya Allah. Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifa kamila aajila, mustamirra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, ya Allah. Allah, aur Those ya financial difficulties remove with asiat allah grant barqay allah grant halal and rizq risk. allah Filled with hai allah ilahul yeah Allah, whatever anxiety, worry, depression, grief anybody is suffering, Ya yeah Allah. Yeah Allah. out of your grace and mercy, remove it with afiyat Ya yeah Allah. Fill the hearts with sukoon and binnan, yeah Allah. Illahu Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya unite the hearts of the ummah Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah yeah Allah. unite the hearts of the ummah, yeah Allah. Allah yeah. yeah. unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents yeah. yeah. <points>, and children, Ya Allah. Unite the Thailand. hearts of families, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite all upon Haqi Allah. Unite all upon the truth, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, unite all upon that which you are pleased with, Ya yeah, Allah. Allahu alameen, Ya yeah, Allah. All that we have asked for, Ya yeah, Allah. All those who have raised their hands for this dua, Ya yeah, Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya yeah, Allah. Fulfill each one's dire needs, Ya yeah, Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya yeah, Allah. All who asked us to make dua for them, Ya yeah, Allah grant them the best of dunya and akhirat ya Allah ilahul alameen fulfill everybody's needs and requirements ya Allah Allah save each one from all the difficulties and hardships of dunya and akhirat ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah our greatest need is to become yours ya Allah our greatest need is to become yours ya Allah Allah make us yours ya Allah Allah ya you become ours ya Allah Allah you become ours ya Allah make us yours ya Allah اللهم inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka min nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi عليه وسلم ونعود بك من شر مستعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله رب العالمين